This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Welcome, Carm Caprietto, the Service Aftermarket's podcast pioneer. Join me each week for aftermarket insights from my guest host and an industry first, a virtual shop tour. Use the industry's premier podcast as your personal networking resource. And as always, know that you'll learn one thing. The video for this show is on the Aftermarket Weekly page on RemarkableResults.biz or on my YouTube channel. Hi, everybody. It's Tracy Capriato and Tom Ciortino from Total Automotive. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so, for coming in. Thank you. I am in front of the camera. Carm is actually behind the camera. How cool is this? We were here for the Aftermarket Weekly Tour with your intern, Jay Mack was here as well. We did a um, complete tour of your shop. And then while we were here, we kind of were talking about, you know, Carmen and I are loving doing field trips and kind of getting out there and, and filming. And you actually had the idea. You said, well, how about you come back and change the oil on your car? I can't wait. This is going to be really exciting to do, especially for someone like me as an outsider to learn more about my car. I've actually never been under my car. So my car is a 2019, fairly new. I've never even been under it. So I'm excited to get in there, get my hands dirty and kind of learn how to do an oil change. And the best part about it is, is Jay, our intern, who's been learning how to do oil changes the whole time he's been here, is going to assist you. I can't wait. This is going to be fun. Dorman consistently is looking for improved solutions to help save time and money for those who are performing the repairs. Dorman's all-in-one loaded backing plate solution does just that. With zero assembly required, you can now stop disassembling multiple pieces to make backing plate and e-brake repairs. Dorman's loaded backing plates deliver a complete solution. This assembly replaced all the failure-prone components by combining parking brake shoes and hardware onto the backing plate. The pre-mounted parking brake shoes, springs, and clips for a bolt-and-go solution. Want to know more about Dorman? Well, visit dormanproducts.com slash tour. Hey, you like to learn more about Dorman's innovations? Visit dormanproducts.com slash tour. All right, so what do we do first? So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to set the lift. So Jay's going to assist you to set the lift and show you how to set the lift. Okay. So underneath there's... Uh, a rocker panel that you're going to set the vehicle oh. lift arms on. And that's the strongest part of the vehicle to put it on on this model. Do you ever have to like readjust the car or for the most part, once it's in, you can move these around? So most cars, if you put the front tire on this, the uh, marker plate, the arms will fit okay. underneath the vehicle correctly. Okay, cool. So you can go ahead and set the other side, Tracy. All right. Before we put the car up on the lift, we're going to open up the hood. Um, the hood release is right here in the middle, and it's just a little lever you push over that direction. And there you go. Um, now on this particular model, oh, you already know. My dad taught me that. I gotta figure and out where it goes. It goes right there. there? Okay. Yep. Perfect. Okay. So Jay, if you want to go through some of the things that we look for underneath the hood. All right. So um, the first thing you want to do is check the oil. Okay. So, yeah. And that's a dipstick. Correct. Rub it off. Now, I might be light on oil just because I've been nursing this along to be able to do the oil change with you. All right, so it's uh, between these lines. Uh, so if it's like uh, like go lower on this side, that means that um, it's low and you need to uh, change the oil. Okay. So um, yeah, and then you check like the color, see if it's like dark. That means that um, the, the oil is like is old and you need to change it. What color would you consider this? 
it's pretty good. Okay. So, far. so it's, it's not it's not dark enough. Like, like it would be like black almost, or yeah, it would be a lot darker than this. Yeah. Okay. And her level's good, right? Oh uh, yeah. Now, why would you check how much if it's up to level before you actually change the oil? So a lot of the newer vehicles that come in have um, oil consumption problems. So as a first step of an oil change, now we've instituted where we check the oil prior to the change. So this way we can make sure that the vehicle doesn't have an oil consumption problem. If it does, then we have recommendations to give to the customer. So it gives you like a baseline? Correct. Correct. Whether you're using oil in between oil changes. We have a tester. We would check the battery, okay, on every oil change. And this is all stuff that's done on a digital inspection, which we're going to do a part two do a part two video on a digital inspection because that's a little involved. So we're gonna abbreviate things today yep. and we're just gonna go through how we would check everything. So we would check the battery, we would check all the underhood fluids, which is gonna be the brake fluid. If it had power steering fluid, we would check that. Check the coolant. We would check the coolant. And also in our oil changes, we include filling the washer solvent underneath the hood um, on the vehicle, which is located right is it there, yes. All right. Now what's, uh, is this? That's going to be your overflow for your antifreeze. Okay. So that's also gonna be checked during the oil change. Okay. And we would check not only levels, but we would check condition also and make recommendations. And that's all done on the DVI. Other things that we would check is the air filter, which is located here. This is a sealed transmission. So we, we would not be able to check the fluid level. So we would recommend on an, a mileage interval. Okay. You know, me especially, like I like learning about things and you know this is a big investment in my life and I want to make sure it's you know cared for properly and you know listening to episodes where we talk about you know how brakes are worn down you know I don't even know what that looks like and to see to actually see that in person is is I think very beneficial for the customer to see okay this is why this is getting fixed this is why this is low this is why this is worn um, being able to visualize that and see that is always a better understanding for our customer. And from our standpoint, women make 70% of the business decisions related to car repairs. So to be able to be educated yes. in what's going on with your car makes more sense so you can make those decisions yes. when we're talking on the phone, trying to tell you you know, the repairs you need on your vehicle. And I'm glad to learn about you know the oil change itself. That's probably such a, not, I don't want to say easy, but that's a regular maintenance that people know about. You have to get your oil changed. And really, I, I, I'm excited to learn about the why you need your oil changed, You know why that's so important, what it does to a vehicle, and why it's important to make sure you're scheduling those maintenance. So, you know, like Jay said, if it gets really dark or gets really light, like what does that, what ramifications does that have on a vehicle? I think that a lot of customers don't realize that they just know they have a sticker in the window. That's, you know, what you have to do, but really if you don't, if you miss the oil change, like what happens then to your vehicle? With oil changes have become more um, important than ever with the maintenance of the vehicle. We've actually gone away from using the terminology oil change. We use mileage interval services now, maintenance oh, okay. services. So our 5,000 mile service and our 7,500 mile service are maintenance intervals that the car should come back in to see us. By missing those intervals, oil can break down, oil can sludge in the vehicle. It causes um, some of that contributing factors to the oil consumption problems that are going on. So. Oil is the lifeblood of the vehicle. What does it do actually to the engine? So the oil actually lubricates the internal moving parts of the engine. 
it also, um, over time, it picks up contaminants within the oil and breaks down. And when that happens, it can cause damage inside where inside the engine to happen. Okay. So every time you drive, is it using like a little bit of oil? Like On the newer vehicles, yes. It, it, every time you start the engine, there's a little tiny bit of oil that is actually being used up okay. to lubricate some parts of the engine. Over time, if you do not watch the level, okay, that's where you get into problems, where you have engine failure. If it's low, then it cannot get to where it needs to yeah. get. And then that puts a lot of stress on an engine. Correct. If you come under, all right, so this is where your oil pan is, right here. Okay. Okay, and this is the drain plug that we're going to take out to train the, drain the oil. Okay. All right. If you want to take and bring that over, Jay. You got to take this off so we can let the oil drain. So, okay. All right, so you just put this on and then you just try to like hold it in place right there. Okay. And then you just bring it down and break it. Then you just keep on going a little bit. Lefty Lucy? Lefty yeah. Lucy, ready, tiny. They're tight. Jeez. So, need some strength to be a technician. There I did we go. It. You did it. <laughs> It's nice having a longer wrench too. Okay, so now you don't want to take it all the way out okay. yet. Yep. All right, we're going to bring this up so that we can catch the oil when it comes out. All right, and we're not going to use the wrench to take it all the way out. We're going to, we're going to get you a rag. There's a rag. So you're going to want to loosen it up, okay, slowly. And then when you're, you feel like it's getting right to the end, you don't want to take and just pull it out real quickly. You want to kind of let it come out and then take the oil and the oil is going to shoot out. But you want to get your hand away as fast as possible. Okay. Okay. So loosen it up. So real. it's going to like squirt out? It like will. Squirt out. Yep. And we should be in a good position where it'll all go in the, in the pan. Is it going to be hot? It'll be warm. It's not going to be extremely hot because it's been sitting a little while. There oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you can just put that in there. And then you can wipe your hand off. Wow! Now you manicure. <laughs> you, you be Good thing I have gel nail polish on. <laughs> As you do more, the quicker you yeah. can get, and you get less on your hands every time you do it. Eventually, you, you figure out a technique where your hands will never get dirty. And then once it's all drained out, we can put the plug back in. Gotcha. Um, the next step is going to be we're going to take the, the, um, the filter off. Yeah, this is our used motor oil containers, which then we actually use in the shop for heat. Oh, Over the okay. winter, we burn through waste oil um, heaters. How many yeah. oil changes will this be, like, filled? Like? So this is, like, 15 gallons. So okay. this is about maybe 10, 12 oil changes will go in here. Gotcha. Your oil filter is relatively easy to get to. On some vehicles, they're, they're difficult. Yours is actually located right here. What makes um, some vehicles difficult, more difficult than others? Um, where they position them. Okay. Um, so it's not, like, a standard, like, this is where all the air filters are? It depends if the motor's mounted facing forward or if it's transverse, made mounted sideways like yours. The, um, the position of the oil filter changes on all manufacturers. There's also all different size oil filters. We already pre-picked your oil filter number out, but there's all different sizes. So the technicians have to look up what oil filter goes on every vehicle as they come in. Once we get done with the changing the filter, I'm gonna have Jay walk around the vehicle and show you some of the things that we look at while we're under here. It's your first experience seeing under a vehicle. Yes, and I'm excited it's mine. Okay, Tracy, so we can put the oil plug back in now, which is located right there. Okay. Okay. Hey, did you know you were to get dirty today? 
Tom did email me and say yes. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to wear like a dress then. I, I, I said wear dirty clothes and expect to get dirty. Um, wipe off like all the, the oil, extra oil. Yeah. Great advice. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to tighten it. Is that tight enough? Yep, it's tight enough. I'll take the wrench and I'll trade you for the oil filter pliers. Okay, so the oil filter is, I'm going to hold the shield out of the way, but it's literally right here. Okay, so this thing? Yep, so you're going to grab that with the pliers, and the same thing, you're going to go towards me up. Is there going to be oil in here too? Yep. Oh boy. So you're going to get dirty again. Okay, so if you reach up there and you loosen it slowly, it'll start to, to spill some of the oil out. And then you're going to have to hold on to the filter. Don't drop it. Okay. Because that makes a mess when you drop them. So what does the filter do? Just So the filter um, takes any contaminants, dirts um, that get into the oil and filters them as they go through the motor. How would dirt get into the oil? Just from the combustion process, the carbon builds up in it. You know, there is a little bit of wear going into the motor. So anything that wears in the motor... Okay. goes through the oil system because the oil collects everything as it goes through the motor and it goes through the filter before it comes back around and goes back into the motor again. All right, so then we're going to take that oil filter and you're going to find the spot that it went and you're going to screw it back on towards me. You tighten it as tight as you can. I'm just going to check it, okay? Um, do you require all of your technicians to wear their engagement ring while they do an oil change? Well, it, it is kind of... <laughs> you know, blinding me as she's working, but. <laughs> so the oil filter's on. Now, okay. the only thing you want to do is, we always like to be clean for the customers and not get any oil in their driveways. So take the rag and just go up there and just wipe around the filter housing, the filter and the frame underneath it where the oil might have hit. The oil's out of the car, the filter's changed, so we're done with the, the oil part of the oil change. I was just gonna have Jay quickly show you we have a tire tool that we use to measure the tires, and I was going to have Jay demonstrate okay. that for you. Right before you press trigger, you want to be like lined up right here on the tire. You just got to press trigger. Wow, does this send like a laser or something like through it, or just like your Wi-Fi network? Wow, it, it picks up the the network of the car. As you can see, it, um, it shows the pressure, and just for the left front, I think you got to go to the right front. Okay, so how would I know like what would be a good right, range? So, um, There's a sticker inside the door that gives you the manufacturer's recommended pressures. It's usually a range. They tell you it's 29 or 30 or 32. Um, as long as you're in that range, we typically go anywhere from 30 to 34 is a good spot to be in Western New York and tires. The second part of this Jay's gonna show you is actually reading the tread depths on the tires. What happens if a tire is overfilled? Tire pressure is relying on how a tire is gonna wear. So if it's overfilled, you may wear the center of the tire out first. Okay. If it's underinflated, you'll wear the outside edges. Um, oh, okay. There's many other factors that can cause tire wear, but that's some of the quick ones. Do you have any job openings? I might have to sign her up, put her in the next intern <laughs> program. Now, when they're really worn, is it called like bald if they're really worn? Is that the term? Yeah, so a tire that's, that's bald or worn is not gonna pass New York State inspection and it's also dangerous for hydroplaning or any type of traction. If your tires were in bad shape, this would either be yellow or red okay. across to show the wear areas, and it also would show if they're wearing uneven. And we produce a, a report for every car that we do, and we attach it to the work order so the customer can open up a PDF file and look at the actual report. Now, if 
the tires are wearing uneven, is that when you would rotate them? It could be due to rotation, it could be due to alignment, it could be due to worn suspension parts. So that's all stuff that we would we would look for on the DVI on our next episode. What is like a kind of, this tire is getting a little bad, like what number would that be? Um, we recommend replacement at 430 seconds. What does that mean, 430? Um, 430 seconds, you, you've heard of the penny trick where you take a, a penny. We have tread depth gauges. Oh, okay. So this is 30 seconds of an inch. So they go all the way from, you know, seven, eight where yours are or higher, all the way down to the yellow and red. So we're yellower at about five and four and red, you know, is bad. That's when we're failing. So, but it's all measured in 30 seconds of an inch. So 4.30 seconds is 4.30 seconds of an inch. Yes. Gotcha. I didn't know if seconds meant like time it takes to stop or something. Uh, no. <laughs> see, see, it's perfect. It's a great question. <laughs> it is. It when is. you rotate the tires, do you change the front and the back? We go front to back. And yep. change the side too? In, not unless there's a wear problem that we're trying to straighten out. You keep them or, on the same. Yeah, typically we go front to back on a rotation. It's like rotating your mattress. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we can go ahead and, uh, Jay, I'll take that. And if you want to let the car down, we can go ahead and let it down. To let it down, you want to hold this down. Okay. Right? And then um, push this in. At the same time? Yeah. You want to make sure you do that big lever up there first. Yeah. Is this like a, a safety to have two different? One that you're holding in your left hand is the lock. Okay. That, that controls the locks and releasing them. And then that actually lets the pressure down so it'll lower. So the first thing we need to do is find out what type of oil your vehicle takes. And Nick's gonna go so, ahead and look that up over there. That's where our work order comes in. What's nice is on our software here, we just go right up to the vehicle information. So it's gonna tell us it's a 19 Rogue, all the information that comes in with it. We're gonna hit these three little dots here and we're gonna to go to service specifications. And then right here, it's gonna tell me, okay, I need 4.9 quarts and it's gonna tell me I need 020 weight oil. And Jay, if you wanna grab the right one for it. All right. And so before you do it, you always wanna reset it. So it's just back to zero. So um, there's, a, there's a, a lock right here. Okay. So you have to push this lock down in order for you to go down on the trigger. Oh, okay. So. Once you do it, you gotta make sure you hold it like very tight because it's, it's gonna like pump back. It's gonna be like a like a, like, like like a, a fire little, hose. Yeah, like a little recoil. Okay, here we go. I'm excited to use this. You know, I see them in shop tours and you know hanging from the ceiling. And obviously, this is a lot easier than taking a bottle and dumping it. Right. So where are we at? Perfect. Five point oh eight four. Okay, perfect. All right. So when you picking it up, you gotta make sure. You gotta make sure you know you you grab it with it so you don't see any oil dripping. Okay. You taught him well, Tom. You know what? He's come a long way in since November. He's learned a lot when he's here, and it shows. Even though we know we put in the correct amount, it's good practice to always check the oil with the dipstick. So you put the oil in. All right. So we're gonna start it first, though. Oh, okay. okay. Start it first. All right, and then what's that gonna do is it's gonna fill the oil filter with fresh oil and circulate it just for a second, and then we'll check the level. Okay. Did you put mineral in there or synthetic? Full synthetic oil. Full synthetic. So Perfect. wipe it off first, right? Wipe it completely off, yep. And then push it back in and pull it out right between the two dots, so we're perfect. Right. So how many miles do you recommend? So the oil change we did today was a full synthetic oil change with 5,000 mile interval. The advantages to coming to a, a full service repair shop is you get that whole look at a car 
when you go to some of the quick loop places, you drive in one side, you drive out the other side, and you, you don't get a full overall look at the vehicle. Where here you're actually getting a look at the vehicle. You're getting a full scope of like the whole entire house. Correct, and that's the importance of doing those DVIs when we do it, because we're, we're looking at the whole car. We're not just changing oil. Well, thanks so much, Tom, for letting me come in Fantastic. and do this. I learned a lot. I'm really excited that I was able to get my hands on my car, learn about it, what makes it go, what makes it tick, what are some of the warning signs, uh, and then we'll have kind of a part two of doing the DVI. And I'm excited to see that because I've never seen a DVI of my car, and I'm a very visual person, so I think I'm going to really like being able to see pictures. And I think when we do that DVI, we'll find a victim car that needs a whole oh, bunch of stuff so this way car. you can you can actually see good and bad and how we actually oh, okay. document it yeah car. i would love that well it was just helpful to see the tread on the other vehicle the difference thank you so much tom thank you jay thanks for coming in thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast until next time 